and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture. Uh, I tend to talk about movies and TV shows, but sometimes, very occasionally, also talk about video games. And uh, I also sometimes talk about comic books, but that's even more occasionally. I think you can say that. Uh, my name is Edward Lauder. I'm the editor of Small Screen, and all the news stories I'm going to be talking about today will, or will do, sorry, come directly from Small Screen, where you can get that at small-screen.co.uk. If you could follow us before I begin at Small Screen Co. That's everywhere. That's on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That'd be brilliant. Uh, if you could also like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and also follow the page, like the page on Facebook if you're watching over on Facebook. If you're watching on Twitch, then just keep on doing what you're doing because honestly, I don't know what you guys are doing on Twitch. Um, right, let's get right into the news. And um, the big news of the day is well, that we finally have an official title for Spider Man 3. And this official title is Spider Man, wait for it. No Way Home. And I really, really like this title. So uh, if you've been uh, looking looking around online today, you might have seen that there are some titles spoiled, potentially revealed by Tom Holland, Zendaya, and uh, and Jacob Batalan. And uh, so Tom, I think he shared, he, he shared uh, Spider-Man Phone Home on Instagram. And then Jacob Batalan shared uh, Spider-Man Homewrecker on Instagram. And then finally, Zendaya shared uh, Spider-Man Home slice it was uh, on uh, on on Instagram and these like people were like what's going on uh, well basically they were, they were, they're trolling you they were trolling us uh, we, of course these weren't the official titles we knew that from the minute we saw home um, phone home uh, that would have been quite funny I think but um, no it was never going to be that and then they revealed uh, via Tom Holland's uh, Twitter today that actually uh, the the actual title for the movie is. Uh, no Way Home, which I actually think is a really good title. I wanted to talk a little bit about what this means. Well, the main thing I think we can all agree on is that it's basically confirming the multiverse in this movie because he ain't going to have No Way Home. He's going to be stuck in the multiverse. So I'm wondering whether it might that the story might have something to do with um, with Peter Parker being stuck in the multiverse and trying to get out of it and then basically flit, flicking through different earths uh, i think if there's no better way of saying it so this means that there might be that might be a way that we'll bring in the likes of toby Maguire's toby Maguire and andrew garfield spider-man uh doctor strange as well because he might have to come in and help uh, spider-man to get out of this trouble uh because i do believe that a lot of this is going to stem from the events that probably will end up occurring in one division uh, i'm pretty sure that one division is going to open up the uh the world to the multiverse uh, maybe as a way to kind of defeat Agatha Harkness. Uh, I, I'm still not even sure if Ag Agatha Harkness is actually the villain of WandaVision. But uh, I think it's all linked, and I think it's all going to be linked. And I'm pretty sure that uh, No Way Home is a direct reference to the multiverse. So, of course, this is the Home trilogy. This new Spider-Man trilogy has been often is often referred to as the Home trilogy. So it started off with uh, Homecoming, then we got Far From Home, and now we're ending up with No Way Home. I actually really like this film, this name. There were some rumors that it could be called, I think it was Home um, Home Run was one of the ones I heard. And then another one was Homeworld was one that seemed to be getting a lot of traction online. People thinking that was a really good title. Homeworld, I think, is a bit too kind of on the nose. And Home Run, I thought might have, it kind of, it's kind of similar to No Way Home. But honestly, I think No Way Home kind of goes 
is quite in keeping with actually the, the, the vibe that these um, movies have, which is kind of a John Hughes type vibe. I don't, and I don't know why I think that No Way Home, I always, I suppose I think of Home Alone. Uh, people, a lot of people saying it was like, um, could have been <laughs> Spider-Man Home Alone, uh, but I don't think they would have gone that route. But it, it, there's something kind of John Hughesy about this uh, this Spider-Man trilogy. And you, you can really feel it in the first two movies, especially the first film. There's a particular scene when Spider-Man's going over the fences in the gardens. And that really harkens back, to, for me anyway, uh, to um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is one of my favorite films. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be like, it's going to be kind of a, a more kind of trippy version of a John Hughes movie. But this kind of, we've been seeing a lot of this. This film is going to be really big. That's the first thing that kind of comes to mind, especially if all these leaks, supposed leaks about the likes of Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Willem Dafoe's uh, Green Goblin, uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro, uh, Alfred Molina's um, Doctor Octopus. If all those are true, like I've heard Kirsten Dunst is coming back in this film, I've heard Emma Stone's coming back in this film, that's a lot of stuff to deal with. That's a lot of film to get through. So are all of these kind of going to be side characters that Peter Parker meets along the way? Possibly. The one thing that made me think actually though that we shouldn't be too worried about that is the fact that this all of these um, announcements, they all involved the three main characters of the Spider-Man film. So they involved Tom, you know, Tom Holland, Jacob Batalan and Zendaya. There have been rumors that uh, Jacob Batalan's uh, character, Ned, might end up turning into the Green Goblin or becoming a version of the Green Goblin in this film. That could very well be possible. And that might be possible through the multiverse. We might actually end up meeting another version of Ned along the way. Uh, which is actually a Green Goblin version of that character. That could be very interesting. I'm not so sure if Ned himself, like the actual Ned that we've come to know and love in these films, brilliantly played by Jacob Batalon, is actually going to end up becoming the Green Go Goblin because I think that's too much of a... It's too. I don't know. It's, it, he he goes from being to, uh, um, Peter Parker's very best friend to his arch nemesis. I don't really think that would work in these movies. They're not quite set up that way, uh, and I, I think it might it might end up actually being a different version of him altogether. But let me know what you guys think about that. Is that something you? Is this something you're interested in? Are you excited for this movie? Do you like this title? Please let me know in the comments. If you have any other titles in mind that you think might have been better. Do let me know as well. And don't say Spider-Man Homeward Bound. I've heard lots of people say Spider-Man Homeward Bound. I think, I mean, I think that would have been quite funny. But um, no, that's not a better movie um, movie title. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Right, moving on and moving on to the news that apparently Marvel is reportedly planning a Captain America 4 movie with Chris Evans. So this comes directly from Giant Freaking Robot. This is their exclusive. And they're saying that this movie is actually already in the works and that Marvel Studios is thinking of how they can make it and this is kind of harkens back to the news that actually Chris Evans is going to be returning as Captain America in a future well project we didn't know whether it was going to be a movie or TV show or both uh, but according to so according to their inside sources uh, apparently this is the same ones that provided um, Giant Freaking Rebel with the exclusive scoops regarding Chloe Bennett returning as Quake for a Marvel series and Don Cheadle appearing as War Machine in The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Chris Evans is being sought after by Marvel Studios to return in Captain America 4. What exactly this, this fourth film would be about? Our sources say that it would actually focus on Sam Wilson, aka Falcon, after he has taken the mantle of Captain America, which will, um, which will be one of the major character arcs of Sam Wilson in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We are being told that Marvel wants Evans to appear as Steve Rogers in this new solo Captain America movie. So almost, I, sp I suppose, 
going by what uh, giant freaking robots are reporting that this might have to he might be kind of a a mental figure for Sam Wilson for the for the Falcon which would make sense um if I mean if he's not already appearing if Chris Evans is already you know he might be appearing in Falcon and the Wind Soldier but I'm I'm not so sure that I'm not so sure he's going to be in that but I'm looking forward to this Captain America 4 movie I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing it because um that would be a really that I mean it kind of it's a movie they kind of have to make especially it kind of might be a continuation of the, of the Falcon and the Wind Soldier which which is what they're saying over on Giant Freaking Robot, and I think that might be a, that'd be a very clever thing to do. Uh, I'd be actually very interested to see who they bring in to direct this uh, this movie. Um, I think there are lots of people out there that could make a very very good Captain America movie, and hopefully they might they might uh, get kind of a young and up and coming director to do that. Uh, I think that would be really cool. I really want to see Gareth Edwards do a Marvel movie. I've said that time and time again, but it seems as though he's kind of not been doing much ever since what was it ever since uh, Rogue One which really wasn't his fault that 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 you know the, the version of, of, of the, the version of that movie that he was making didn't quite align with what the exact what the producers wanted even though they hired him to do that but you know that's another story let me know actually let me know that your thoughts and what on which directors you'd like to see come in to direct a Captain America movie let me know in the comments below because I don't think the Russo brothers are going to be doing that one anymore Right, uh, Zack Snyder revealed that he wanted a bat uh, Batman and Lois Lane romance in Justice League. So this this was revealed in that big uh, Vanity Fair article that he did that he did recently, in which he of course he revealed uh, the new the new another uh, image of Jared Leto's Joker, uh, which got people kind of uh, riled up because uh, it's kind of biblical and it was. Uh, you know, he was there with the crown of thorns on his head and it looked, you know, he was definitely evoking the image of Jesus in that image. And people seem to take that the wrong way. Personally, I thought it was quite clever because it's definitely something that the Joker would do. He'd want to rile people up. He'd want to anger people. And he knows that that's the sort of thing that, that, that would get people very, very annoyed. Whether or not they should have done it, that's another that's another question. But I can kind of understand. I can see where they're coming from. Uh, but I mean, let me know what you thought about that about that image in the comments. But this is a bit different. This is more to do with uh, with Bruce and Lois having some sort of romance in Justice League. So this is what Zack Snyder said. He said, The intention was that Bruce fell in love with Lois and then realized that the only way to save the world was to bring Superman back to life. So he had this instant, this insane conflict because Lois, of course, was still in love with Superman. We had this beautiful speech where Bruce said to Alfred, I never had a life outside of the cave. I never imagined a world for me beyond this. But this woman makes me think that if I can get this group of gods together, then my job is done. I can quit. I can stop. And of course, that doesn't work out for him. Um, I'm going to be honest. I, I hate this idea. <laughs> I really, really hate this idea because first of all, uh, to the best of my knowledge, yeah, he he. This never happens in the comics. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that this is something that should you should always stick to the comics. Look at what the the MCU does. They do not stick to the comics at all. They kind of are inspired by them, but they 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 very rarely stick to what happens. You know, the, the in the comics. But um, it's just the characters don't make any. You know, the fact that you know to have Bruce Wayne and Lois Lane be in a relationship together. It, it kind of doesn't make sense to me because that's that's never a thing beforehand. You know, you never hear that that might be a possibility. Lois Lane is very much in love with... And he even says she's still in love with Superman. So what on earth is she doing with Bruce Wayne unless he's a rebound? And then what, Bruce Wayne falls in love with Lois Lane? It's just... It just doesn't... It doesn't ring true. And, um, you know, he's basically saying that uh, Bruce thinks, oh, this woman can give me another life apart from Batman. 
you know, aside from Batman, sorry. And uh, she's what? She's not in love with him. <laughs> she's still in love with Superman. So it, it, it doesn't it doesn't really make sense to me. I, I, I don't think that's a good idea. And I think they knew that and which is why it's not in the movie. I'm pretty sure this is going to this isn't going to be in the film. I mean, it, you know, Bruce has a lot of speeches in these movies. This one to me doesn't sound like the best one. Um, I never had a life outside the cave. Yeah, OK, that's kind of interesting. I never imagined a world for me beyond this. Fine. But this woman makes me think that if I can get this group of gods together, then my job is done. I can quit. I can stop. So what his idea is to bring back Superman uh, so he can save the world and then be like, oi, uh, by the way, um, me and your, your missus, we've been kind of having a thing. That will not end well for Bruce. <laughs> really not end well for Bruce. Uh, if you've read the Injustice comics, then you'll know what happens when, when you mess with the... Uh, with Superman's Lois Lane, yeah. So I don't, I don't like this idea. But let me, th let me know what you guys think in the comments. If you think it's a good idea, please let me know. It's, uh, I'm genuinely interested. Personally, I just don't think it's a particularly good idea. Right, moving on. Uh, a Blue Beetle DC Comics movie is in the works and is being directed by Angel Manuel Soto. Uh, so this was, uh, this came from the rap actually. And I remember Blue Be Blue Beetle. Sorry, back in the day, I used to watch Fox Kids, and Blue Beetle was one of, it was. Or Blue Beetle was part of a TV show. I have a vague recollection of watching this TV show and really liking it, like to do with beetles. And they had these kind of, uh, what are they called? These uh, amulets, I think they were. And they got to change into uh, these beetle characters. So there was a blue one, a green one, and I think a red one. Uh, I, I'm, I think there were three. Please let me know in the comments if I'm right on this. But that that is kind of my, um, what I remember of this. Uh, I didn't read the comics. I'm going to be completely honest with you. But according to the rap, uh, this movie's being made, so it's a DC Comics film. It started off as a Fox, uh, a Fox comic, then it got bought by Charlton Comics when Fox Comics went under, and then eventually when Charlton Comics went under, it was bought up by DC Comics. And they kind of, there have been different iterations of the character, but the one apparently they're going with is the um, is the Latino uh, version, which is the latest one, which is Jamie Reyes. And that means that this will be the first Latino uh, superhero movie ever made, which is a big deal because that's it's, it's a long time coming. I'm going to be honest. And um, yeah, the rap the rap revealed this news, and they also you know gave a pretty good um, kind of explanation on what the where the character comes from because he's not he's not like the most well known DC Comics character, but he does have his own uh, his own run, and uh, it's people are very very excited about it and really. Uh, excited to see this film because of, because it means you know it's it, it's a big deal because of you know it's the, it's the first uh, DC comics movie or comic book movie I think ever that is going to be focusing on a Latino character. Uh, the way he gets his powers, the, the uh, at least the Reyes version, is kind of freaky. Uh, he's like a working class guy, and um, he finds this uh, this kind of blue beetle scarab on the way home from school. And then he takes it home and then at night it attaches itself to its spine and then it provides him with a suit of extraterrestrial armor, extraterrestrial armor, which changes, um, uh, which, um, sorry, which enhances his speed and strength and also helps he creates weapons and shields and stuff like that. Uh, this, it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty cool idea for a movie, I'm going to be honest. I could see some some pretty uh, like nasty body kind of horror to begin with. Uh, I think that'd be quite fun, actually. That'd be quite interesting. But um, it's 
will they play it a bit like Shazam? Maybe I don't know. I think it's I think it might be a bit more grounded than that. And uh, I, I'm I mean I'm really looking forward to seeing this. So, so the director is uh, is someone I'm not particularly um, knowledgeable about. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen any of his previous films. Uh, but uh, Zev uh, Foreman is uh, is the director and he's directing it. He's uh, over at Warner Brothers Pictures. So, I mean, I, I think this is something that I, I'm, I'm excited to see this because I have that recollection of seeing that, that, comp, that, um, that cartoon to begin with and thinking, oh, that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Let me know if you're looking forward to it. Again, I'm not very familiar with uh with um with the character and uh it's it's something it's something that i think i think it actually pro that probably to me means it has a lot of potential because if you remember back when like marvel started iron man was not one of the most popular or well-known uh marvel characters and this actually this this actually gave it more room to breathe and um i see here uh so i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna butcher your name the pug talani uh, said that this could be similar to Spider-Man Homecoming with a teenage hero. And yeah, you're totally right. It could very well be kind of DC Comics's, uh, th their answer to to Spider-Man, to Spider-Man Homecoming. I think that would be really cool. Now, it seems to say they're going to be doing, like they'll probably end up doing an Origins uh, film to begin with because people aren't as familiar with... Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you, and, and I'm pretty sure there are loads of fans of this character out there, but general audiences won't be as familiar with Blue Beetle as they are with Spider-Man. So you, can, you can't really get away with not doing an Origins movie. You're going to have to do that, 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 that Origins film. At least that's what I think. Uh, but do let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Uh, right, moving on, and moving on to James Gunn. So James Gunn's actually revealed... Uh, that he and Margot Robbie have been talking about the potential to do something together again involving Harley Quinn. So he actually revealed this in a big Q&A he did on Instagram. So he does these Q&As all the time. And then someone during that Q&A asked him if uh, he would be working with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn in the future. And then he said, Margot and I discussed this just the other day. We'll have to see what happens. So he's really teasing us here because, I mean, this to me basically says they had a discussion about it and they do want to do it and they want to work together. If they, they won't be discussing it if they don't want to do it, if they don't want to work together. So, you know, we know that James Gunn is, he, I think he's actually finished The Suicide Squad. So that's that's done and, and he's just waiting to release it now. Uh, and again, we know that a lot of characters are going to be dying in this movie. The fact that they're talking about the potential of doing a um, another Harley Quinn kind of project, a movie or a TV show together, possibly could be a TV show actually, makes me think that Harley Quinn's not going to be dying in this movie. She's going to be one of the characters that stays safe. Now, I'm pretty sure that was like, I'm pretty sure, I'm 100% positive that when they gave the movie to, when the Warner Brothers gave the movie to James Gunn, they must have been like, you can kill anyone off, doesn't matter, just do not kill Harley Quinn off. Because to be honest, she is their big one of their biggest assets like especially margot robbie as harley quinn is just brilliant she is fantastic and i cannot imagine how good she'll be in the hands of james gunn terrific director i'm pretty sure that he he himself has said that her performance in the movie is spectacular and he can't wait for us to see it so it sounds like they really enjoyed working together it sounds like there's a really good version uh, like she, you know we've already seen margot robbie play harley quinn in 2016, the Suicide Squad, then Birds of Prey, uh, that was in 2020, last year, 
and then we're going to get to see her again in the Suicide Squad. I'm pretty sure we're going to get a solo, another solo Harley Quinn film, and this time they'll probably bill it as a solo Harley Quinn Quinn movie, uh, which they didn't do with Birds of Prey. And one of the reasons why I think a lot of people didn't go and see that film is because they didn't really realise that it's basically a solo Harley Quinn movie. So I think there's a lot, there's a lot more uh, room there for for that sort of stuff. Uh, I actually kind of like the idea of it to, of it being a TV show. So James Gunn, the next thing he's doing, actually, he's doing it at the moment, is the Peacemaker series. So he's doing that for HBO Max. A thing that he could do is do another another series, a follow-up series involving Harley Quinn. That's something that could very well be on the cards, and that's probably what they were talking about. Uh, it seems as though he likes working with HBO Max. Uh, I know he got a bit annoyed with Warner Brothers for what they did with releasing... You know, all the 2021 movies, they're going to release them on HBO Max and in cinemas day and date. And people got really un- upset about that, including uh, James Gunn wasn't very happy about it. But it seems as though, you know, that he's let bygones be, got- be bygones and he's kind of thinking about other things he can do with these characters. So t- t- for me, like the future of like if you're a Gunn fan, <laughs> James Gunn fan, uh, then the future looks very bright because you've got the Peacemaker series coming out. Then he's going to be doing Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And I think that'll be his kind of finale with with Marvel. And then he'll go off and maybe come back to DC Comics and actually start developing a Harley Quinn movie or TV show. So I, I think that's really exciting. But do let me know what you think. Is this something that you're interested in seeing? Uh, a Harley Quinn solo movie or TV show? Would that be something that you'd like to see? We've kind of had it before. But honestly, Margot Robbie is so good at this and she's so perfect in the role. I think Warner Brothers would be stupid not to not to greenlight it. And I think James Gunn would work so well. Obviously already has worked very well with Margot Robbie and they're very keen on working together again. But do let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Right, moving on and moving on to TV news. So Loki's release date on Disney Plus has been revealed. So basically... Uh, they revealed a bunch of release dates for their upcoming shows and the one I'm going to focus on is Loki uh, because personally that's the one I'm most excited for I think Loki is going to be brilliant Uh, I've loved the trailers for it I think it looks brilliant I said brilliant too many times but um, this is what uh, Marvel revealed on their website they said uh, heads of this morning's television critics association Windsor press tour Disney plus unveiled the release of uh, the release date for Marvel Studios Loki along with their slate of spring and summer releases the Tom Hiddleston-led series will premiere on Disney Plus this June 11th. So, actually, it's a lot sooner than I think a lot of people would have realised. Um, so, basically, we're going to have uh, Loki coming out. Uh, so, no, we're going to we're going to have the end of WandaVision. Then we're going to have um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier come out, and then after that, we've got Loki. So, 2011 looks pretty good if you're an MCU fan because that's that's some pretty good content right there. And then also, probably before that, hopefully we'll get the release of uh, Black Widow, but that's in May. So I, I, honestly, I don't know. I think they're going to push that. I think they're going to have to. If they want to release it in cinemas, they're going to have to. Otherwise, they're just going to say, you know what, let's bite the bullet and just release it online like they did, like release it on Disney Plus like they did with Mulan. And they're probably going to do Cruella as well, I think. Um, but... I mean, the vaccine's being rolled out now, so maybe they might just say, let's just wait a bit a bit longer and uh, and see, <laughs> you know, see what works, uh, see, see if we can end up releasing something there. But one thing we're definitely getting is Loki, and this, this show just looks so mad. Uh, I loved, loved, loved the trailer that they re- re- uh, released at the Disney Investors Day presentation. I thought that was brilliant. 
again, I said that word brilliant. I, I say that word too many times. It was just fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like Donald Trump. I can't, I need, I need to expand my vocabulary. Come on. That's terrible. Right. But um, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this Loki series. And I think Tom Hiddleston, this is a perfect role for him. I'm not the biggest Tom Hiddleston fan in the world. I'm going to be completely honest with you. But I think he's really good in this role. And I'm really excited to see what he does next with Loki. Right. Uh, also, let me know what, what you're most excited for in the MCU. If the Loki series is something that you're really looking forward to seeing. Let me know that in the comments. Right, moving on and moving on to uh, Marvel looking to bring back Vincent D'Onofrio as, or D'Onofrio, sorry, as the kingpin in the MCU. So this actually comes from, it's kind of buried a bit within an article that um, uh, that Mikey Sutton wrote over at Geekosity. And uh, he was kind of writing more about the villains that were going to be involved in this show. And, uh, or, sorry, in the DC, in the uh, MCU kind of Disney Disney Plus shows. And one of one of the things he revealed was that uh, he said, alongside Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio is among the actors Marvel Studio wants back. So he's saying that they're very keen on bringing him back. He did then go on to say that uh, that there has been no negotiation negotiations with Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, so as it stands at the moment, uh, Marvel's uh, probably Kevin Feige is very interested in bringing him back. So some of the other, other other kind of this is Daredevil foes we're specifically talking about is like Mr. Fear is someone that um that that they're looking to bring into the uh into the show or the Disney Plus show. Uh, the Jester is another one, uh Stillet Man is another one. And then um we've already heard that there's going to be some sort of there's going to be a fight between Moon Knight and Luke Cage. But um, it seems as though like Bullseye might also be involved in in a Daredevil TV show, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people will be very, very excited to see because Bullseye is a big deal. And that's my phone. Uh, so it's, it's something that I personally, I think Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin is just so good. There's literally no one in Hollywood that I could think, that I can really think of that would do a better job than he did in the Marvel Netflix shows. Of course, he was in the Marvel Netflix shows. And we know that Vincent is very, very... Uh, he loves the character. And he said on, on multiple occasions that he's desperate to play him again. He'd love to play him in the MCU. So it seems as though uh, Kevin Feige is on the same page and would really like to see him play the, the role again. Again, honestly, if you can come up with better casting uh, for the Kingpin in the MCU, then please let me know. But... Um, I really can't think of anyone much better than him. I think he's perfect, and uh, he's he's got the he's got the look, he's got the physique, he's got the acting chops, he's got everything. He, he's just got everything, and um, he's he's definitely the best version of that character ever put to screen. But that's not very difficult. But you know, there haven't been that many. Let's say that. But um, and and I, and I know that people that love the Netflix shows just want to see more of him because he's so menacing and he's so imposing, and uh, and that role was really made for him. Honestly, that's what I think. Right, uh, I'm going to finish off by talking a little bit, very, very small amount, about Fortnite. Uh, so video game news. This is, uh, this, is, this is a bit of a... It doesn't happen very often. And um, so it's kind of been revealed that uh, if you're into Fortnite, then one of the new skins that's coming out might be the Xenomorph from Alien. So this, uh, this is one of their new hunters that's been uh, uh, speculated a lot about, about who's, who's going to be which character is this new hunter going to be and then they kind of Fortnite kind of uh, released this um this audio clip of someone on a spaceship and people started theorizing that it could it could 
be the xenomorph or xenomorph, however you want to say it. I say xenomorph, but people do say xenomorph uh, from Alien. And uh, then people online started going a bit bonkers about that saying, and then eventually it was revealed by Hypex, who's a, a very big person in the Fortnite community, that she said, uh, it looks like the next hunter is Xenomorph from Alien. So they obviously have some, some knowledge that I don't have, but then kind of people online started running with this and saying that Fortnite Alien Isolation, so it's going to be specifically, well, this is what people think, the Alien, the Xenomorph in Alien Isolation, uh, which is a fantastic game. If you haven't played that game, if you like horror games, I really, really do recommend that horror game because I'm, I personally am a huge Alien fan. If, if people ask me what are my two favorite movies of all time, that two, well, what are my favorite movies of all time? Two of the movies I keep on that keep on coming up time and time again is for me is Alien, the Ridley Scott version, the 1979 version, and The Thing, uh, which I think was released in 1981 but I'm not entirely sure they're two of my favorite movies of all time I think the Xenomorph is brilliant uh, I think that that character design from the HR Giga design is just is iconic and nothing's really ever come close in the world of aliens and uh, I just love it so much I love it to bits and you know what this might get me to play Fortnite uh, it's not a game I've wanted to play because I kind of I know that if I start it I'll get addicted and that's not very good but tell you what, if there's an alien skin in it, I'm all over that. I'll definitely start playing that. And with that, I'll say goodbye. Thank you so much for watching, guys. And I'll, I, I'm going to do another live tomorrow. But I'm actually going to be over on Lords of the Longbox in a, in a, in a minute. So that's going to be at uh, 10 o'clock my time. Uh, so that's 10 o'clock Central Eastern time and 1 o'clock PST, I think. Uh, so if you would like to watch that we're going to be talking about some Marvel stuff some WandaVision stuff so please go and head on over to Lords of the Longboxes uh, YouTube channel and then you can watch us there that's going to be really good fun uh, if you would like, if you can, well, you can, you can follow us. You can follow us on uh, on social media at Small Screen Co. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you could like and subscribe on my, on my YouTube channel, that would be wonderful. And if you could follow the page if you're watching on Facebook and uh, like the video and share the video, that would be very, 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 very welcome. Uh, if you'd rather listen to this as a podcast, you can. I release these later as a podcast uh, over at Small Screen Stories. Uh, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then a five-star rating would be really really well what's another word for welcome um would be let's say brilliant <laughs> so that's been the word of the evening tonight uh, again thank you so much for watching and i'll see you guys in the next one have a lovely evening or afternoon or morning wherever you are cheers, cheers. <laughs> goodbye <laughs>